0: Listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 191, where we will be discussing Chapter 21 of City of Lost Souls, Raising Hell.
1: I'm Kristen. I'm Robin, and I'm Amanda. <laughs> raising Hell. I um just got this feeling. I was like, "Fuck, where's my phone?" You're on it, right? I'm using it. I'm on it. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I
2: love it. Okay, listen,
1: guys. We have a really long chapter. Mm -hmm. We do. Um, And I think we should just get into talking about your ween. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, tell me about your ween, Amanda.
2: Okay, I'll go first. So, Saturday was um olivia's second birthday which is bananas i can't even believe she's two so we went trick-or-treating at the farmer's market had a little party and then my kids were like i love halloween i wish it wasn't over and i was like hey guess what oh hey i found the binky i was hiding it was in my bra (laughs) i was trying to bring her a binky to daycare just in case and i didn't want her to see it anyway um guess what guys halloween isn't over yet it hasn't even begun And, um, so Livy, they both got to wear their costumes to daycare yesterday, which was really exciting, but Livy lost her hat and her tights for her (laughs) witch costume. So, she, um, wanted to wear the bat, um, cape, Batman cape that I was wearing last night because Lincoln wanted us to dress up also. Awesome. So she ended up looking like Batgirl because her witch costume was purple and black and she was wearing the cape. So everyone was like, it's so cute. And Lincoln was Spider-Man. And Lincoln obviously loved the candy. He's like, Halloween is the best. (laughs) But Olivia just liked knocking on people's doors and waving. So it was amazing. We had the best time. We were still at home by 730 because Mm -hmm. they're two and four years old. So fantastic best halloween ever very nice,
0: <laughs> very nice. i love that i so, spent my day doing nothing so
1: yay oh. what a dream well
0: no that's not what i meant i was doing all kinds of things but nothing fun
1: i was like doing right. chores <laughs> yeah did your um did bren go to a party or do anything no 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 she had She her watched work. slasher f- moves huh
0: okay slasher movies no, she had homework and stuff. She didn't have to do driver's ed yesterday because it was Halloween, but she had a bunch of homework to catch up on
2: and, you know, stuff like that. You guys probably don't even really get trick-or-treaters at your house. No. we Yeah, so you didn't even get to hand out candy. We, no, we never do. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, usually, I guess nobody wants to trick-or-treat on a freeway, Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: yeah. This is
0: the first Halloween that I think Brynn didn't even like. I mean, she was going to have friends over, but that changed because she's – She's got, uh, she's got some stuff to do before she can have friends over. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but other than that, like she wasn't really into the Halloween this year. Well, she's not in theater this year, and like last year, like all the theater kids did this big Halloween party, and it was like a whole of thing. Course. Um, yeah. And so yeah, this year she wasn't in. She wasn't into it. So, but Robin, hey. what you guys do? Because you guys got to do the, yeah. the cool. Because you've got the kids in the right age to do like the
1: fun trick or yes. treating well my oldest daughter ditched us for her friends as you do as you do which is like this is one of the perks it's like this is a perk of living in a small town like yeah. she just got yes. to go she had freedom for two and a half hours yeah. mm-hmm. they walked to the boba place and got boba they took a treat in the like big neighborhood there was like eight kids mm-hmm. that were a group so of... fun and then we took william Um, out, and he was foxy from Five Nights at Freddy's, and so a lot of the teenagers especially really liked his costume, so he was super into that. And um, he doesn't really like candy, but um, he enjoyed people complimenting his costume and saying trick-or-treat and stuff. Mm -hmm. Love it. And I got some cool pictures of him in the somebody's smoke machine, Mm -hmm. which was awesome. And um, the big thing for us is we didn't buy candy because we're never home to hand it out because mm-hmm. uh-huh. we have young kids. And I had the light on my garage off and all of our stuff unplugged. But I guess when you have a 12-foot skeleton, yeah. people just assume you're handing out candy. Right. So I was like, crap. Um, and people were knocking on the door and, like, William answered it. And the cat's trying to run outside. And, um All we really had were these Costco boba tea, like, mochi candies. Okay. That were on sale. And Audrey did the thing where it's like, I love this candy. Let's buy a Costco-sized bag of it and then eat, like, three of them and you don't really like them anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, people are going to knock regardless. Let's get – let's just leave a bag of these out. Yeah. I put some hot Cheetos in there and some Gushers and some mini – Little Bites mini muffins and – some of those, like, lifesaver mints. Yes. Yeah, And there you go. whatever. We left them out the front door, but we have a blink camera. And so all these kids are like, ew, gross. <laughs> <laughs> and you could just hear everybody's so upset about the mochi that, like, they, we were the lame house, I could <laughs> tell. <laughs> <laughs> parents were complaining kids were complaining parents yep the kids that got the hot cheetos were excited though some people obviously liked the little bites but like once that stuff was gone nobody wanted i'm not taking that (laughs) yeah so next year we'll buy better candy and just leave it outside the door yeah Yeah. oh my gosh (gasps) i I just i love the play-by-play i
0: saw all of these like um Early this morning, I saw everybody's like posts from like people that live in neighborhoods and like the millennials are killing Halloween as parents, like the way that they're like, they've got these setups and like they had there was this one that I saw and they like made their driveway like a, like a fish market, almost like a the um, Pike's place okay uh-huh. so they had like Swedish fish and like goldfish crackers and all this stuff so and, like cute they'd wrap it up in newspaper and give it to the kids as the- it was so adorable and then like everyone's got like adult stuff like Robin showed us mm-hmm. I got a jello shot yeah, yeah. It's so cool I'm like this is amazing like I
1: yeah that is the only reason I I wish I lived in a neighborhood one one day a year mm-hmm. that's it There were like Four people, four different houses handing out Jello shots. It's such a smart idea. Crazy. Uh huh. Well, in this one, the the people that we had got the Jello shots from that I had sent you the picture, Mm -hmm. they had a coffin, like on their table that was full of candy. They had glow sticks and um jello shots and then they also had a pumpkin full of rocks like the charlie brown thing It's like oh, i got a rock oh, God, that's and so, so cute. and then they had um they said that they did um trick bags mm-hmm. that had like ramen noodles and potatoes and stuff in it and those were gone first like oh, the kids hilarious. were into that yeah <laughs> so she's like it was like a pair of socks and like potato and ramen and just random stuff and like the kids were into it yeah
2: that's great so fun I wish I'd gotten a picture. There was a house. There's a house in our neighborhood. Well, it's a little down by the park, but um, we go to that now because it's a flatter neighborhood. Because obviously mine's way too hilly. I am too fat. Um, I wouldn't be one <laughs> to push all strollers out. up the fucking hill either. Yeah. <laughs> So I wish I had gotten pictures, but I was looking. I'm sure there's some online. I wanted to send them to you guys. This place is insane. These people go. It felt like it was on the Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, it was so cool.
1: That's cool. Just We walked so through much someone's fun. that did, like, a haunted house in their driveway with, like, yeah. Uh, tents. Yeah. And then um, they peeked around the corner when we came in because I think they were going to scare, but then they saw that he was little. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Omar, it's like, it's cool because a lot of people, what they do is they just sit in their driveways and they like leave their garage open and have like a fire pit out there. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of people come over, they'll play like scary movies on a screen and stuff. And then they're just all chilling out and stuff. I was like, dude, that would like, we'll be there soon. Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. Mm
2: -hmm. (sighs) Yep. Yep, definitely. One of these years, my kids will be old enough. I really (sighs) love the idea because Bryn wanted to do... She wanted to do just like a bonfire,
0: and of course, my thought when she said that she wanted to have people over, I was like, okay, well, I guess we could turn the barn into a haunted house, right? Because that that's would be cool. My initial is like, okay, well, how cool can I, how can I be the cool mom? How cool mm, can yes. I make this?
1: I'm not like other moms. You're like <gasps> yeah. Lilith. I, I'm not. Look, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be
0: honest. I'm not like other moms. I am extra as. Fuck, I made my daughter not only a charcuterie board, but a butter board when her friend came
2: over. Like, I am so Um, extra. And it's Why did you not send us pictures of that?
0: Because I was was stressed out and nervous that her friend was over. (laughs) And I didn't want to look like a loser.
1: (laughs) It's our friend. It's not your friend. It's our friend. Yeah.
0: Listen, I just want... My kid to like have the cool house, right? Like, I desperately yeah, want my child not to have the house where people are like, "Oh, we don't like going to their house." Like, I know I'm an ingredients mom. I know I don't have a lot of snacks, but bitch, I will it's make weird.
2: you something delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like- <laughs> as long as you make it, because I don't mm-hmm. want to make it. I am not an ingredients household. I because yeah. I grew up in one. Yeah, see, and I'm the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were just, ta- Robin and I were on inspections yesterday. We had to go far, far away. And so we were obviously talking about everything from A to Z. And we were joking about how it's funny how you and I are opposite because our parents are- were opposite. huh.
0: <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. And it always cracks me up because we have so much like relatable like stuff like especially memes mm-hmm. memes are perfect because me and me and Amanda relate hard <laughs> <laughs> but it's very funny cuz we are the exact opposite it's so yeah. fun it's great oh. <laughs> yes cuz my mother has OCD and everything had to be <sighs> perfect and so I am a chaos gremlin <laughs> right i'm a trash and my mom panda. was chaos <laughs>
1: But not in the same way that you're chaos. It was a different type of chaos. My mom? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not healthy chaos. basically, like, you still have a good chance with (laughs) Bryn. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Although I have a feeling Bryn is not going to become some clean freak. (laughs) There's something in me telling me that this is not the way. (laughs) Gosh, okay. Well, what do you guys say? Are we done? Do we have anything else? Uh No.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here, here. So let's cut the chit-chat and
1: kick things off with Robin's recap. Previously on downworlder Dish. Clary sends the glass shard flying next to her brother's face, and he takes advantage by slapping her across her face. (laughs) Sebi has clearly won the battle, even though Clary played until the end kicking and screaming. And thus, he sends her to change into her evil summoning dress like an obedient little girl or he's going to come after her and make her change. No. Which, I feel like that is something my mom would say. So, like, (laughs) way to parent. Good job. (laughs) And then we check in with the B-team formation. Our person slash wolf lovers are holed up in Jordan's apartment when they both receive bad news bears. Jordan's roommate, Nick, was taken out by his charge Marine, and Maya gets a call to arms from Luke and Magnus, like, at the same time. Shit's going down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alec and Izzy are back at the Institute, and Izzy takes the opportunity of them being alone to ask her bro jam how things are going in Lover's Lane, because it looks like there's some tension between him and Magnus. Mm-hmm. Alec sees her bet and calls by inquiring about Simon and her demon space relationship status. <laughs> Izzy says that she's worried that Simon is still hung up on Clary, clinging to her because she's the last remnant he has with the human world. They soon reach their destination and see Maris having a meeting with Aline and Helen. Alec has no chill and gives his mom all of the intimate details about Jace's treason train. The tension is heightened by the clave phone ringing, which is honestly a sensory nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like, am okay. I right? Mm-mm. Like, mm-hmm. do not fucking call me when I'm in the middle of something. I will immediately break down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will have a meltdown at the moment that my phone is ringing. <laughs> uh, agreed. Maris insists they must tell the clave about the meeting. As far, not like their meeting, but like the, the Sebastian Jace. Mm-hmm meeting mm-hmm. uh which of course puts jace's life in danger because if the clave comes he's gonna be like the offspring and take him out <clears throat> aline agrees not to tell her mom who lest we forget as the consul so that's was pretty fucking cool of her and we end with them kind of on a cliffhanger like what are they gonna do clary listens under threat of violence i should have said back to clary and sebastian first so mm. that's what we're doing clary listens about changing under threat of violence and gets dragged out of the house at weapon point once they're out of the floating apartment it breaks and disappears and clary gets a giant ha gotcha bit mo- gotcha bitch moment on sebastian because the room that she drew on the wall wasn't unfinished it was her evil plan all along mm. Sebby pushes clary forward and she can see jace working the crowd up on a hill When the Morgenstern siblings get up on the makeshift stage, Jace passes the meeting over to Sebastian, and the two of them talk. Clary tries to get him to see through the blood curse, but for some reason it's just not working. And Sebastian decides to make good on his promise to the evil Nephilim and summons his other mother, Lilith. She's not quite formed yet, but uses her blood to turn the faux mortal cup into an infernal one, and says that the army of dark shadow hunters uh, as it grows, so will her strength. Lilith Pieces out dramatically as fuck, because that is her vibe, and Sebastian calls forth a bound prisoner to be the first voluntold person to drink from the new cup. When the prisoner is thrown to their knees, Clary gets a look and finds out that it's Amatis.
0: Amatis. Awful. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. So, Clary goes feral, seeing Amatis, uh, but despite her fighting, Jace holds her in place, and she's forced to watch as Cartwright shoves Amatis to the ground, and Sebastian approaches her with the cup of the damned. I'm going to read this excerpt for you. <clears throat> Clary thought of the night she'd stayed up watching Jace's chest rise and fall, thinking how she could end this all, how she could end this with, fuck, hold on thinking how she could end all this with a single knife blow. But all this hadn't had a face, a voice, a plan. Now that it was, now that it wore Luke's sister's face, now that Clary knew the plan, it was too late. And it just, it brings up the question of like, at what point do we take action? Right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's such an interesting question because, us humans have such a high like threshold, right? We have like such a high tolerance, such a high adaptability that we are able to take so much before, you know, it's untenable. And so, at what point, depending on where you are in this situation, at po- what point do you take action? It's the you know, it's the the question of like if if time travel was real, would you go back and kill baby Hitler or something? You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like these questions of that well, like can i go back twice cuz if i fucked shit up even worse <laughs> fix it i know that would be my uh-huh. fear too it's like <laughs> yeah. we've seen too much bad ta- time traveling like media yeah. that
1: like man you don't know conspiracy mm-hmm. theory right. maybe nothing bad would happen and they're just trying to force <laughs> it into you like don't travel back in time right, and right. fix our shit because right. bad stuff's gonna happen ashton kutcher told you butterfly mm-hmm. effect well and but then
0: but then that makes me th- the whole concept of t- time travel is like because then you have to like at what point if you time travel are you just creating a new like dimension timeline, yeah, a new timeline. Right, like every time you try time travel, is it just creating your
2: new timeline? Right, is this just you, you just time traveling, but world the world branching off? Oh my god, you just blew my mind. I
0: don't know; these are questions, but I I get what Clary's thinking in this like moment of like, oh fuck oh fuck I fucked up I probably should have handled this when it still could have been manageable and now I feel like
1: I fucked up big time right (laughs) could have broken that fucking cup how many fucking times yeah yeah could have not handed over the atomus in the first place exactly
0: Yep. well the shoulda woulda are for naught as clary is forced to watch her brother manhandle her step-aunt into choking down demon juice and these people really need family counseling like when i started when i was like breaking this down i was like fuck no, not really like amatis really is like her aunt <laughs> mm-hmm. and this is this is some Jerry Springer bullshit.
1: <laughs> well, and she's kind of connected to Jace in a way too, because yeah. it's his only connection to his past with his dad. Yeah, she's
0: she's well, and I consider like I know, I I call her a widow in this at some point, but and I know she's not a widow, but for all intents and purposes, she kind of is, yeah. right? Uh-huh.
1: Like. I don't know. Dowager.
0: But yeah, it's just, they're all very intertwined. The the, the tangled web we weave. Yes. Baldi <laughs> was, you know. Yeah. He had his fingers in everything. So Amatis is... Uh, Amatis is transformation (laughs) didn't take long her eyes like flashed over black like Sebastian's and then her voyance rune burned away and she screamed like a piece of her soul was dying which is fair because it probably did and then she opened her eyes and they were blue again and she calmed I was like so the black eyes aren't permanent but his are
1: Sebastian's special.
0: Oh right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's super special. I guess. Uh-huh. Still weird. Well, and then and then that made me. I don't know. It just like. It made me wonder, like when he commands them, do their eyes flash black?
2: Like I want. I want. Like a robot or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like it's like the simulation started or something. Like mm-hmm. fuck, I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, you would bet like. The more evil Sebastian is being at any point in time, the blacker her his eyes get. Truth. Like, that's yes. kind of the metaphor tell. I don't know what. I don't know if that's a fucking metaphor. I just said the wrong word. But, like, that's kind of his tell. And, uh-huh. like, that's the literary device gotcha. that Cassandra Clare is using to, mm-hmm. like, this is evil. So I wouldn't doubt it if they did. Or, like, their pupils got unnaturally big to, like, take up more black yeah. space in their
2: eye. Ooh.
1: Okay. Creepy. I like this.
2: Creepy. Yeah. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. Nope.
1: Nightmare city. Well, because Clary a couple times is like there was no silver left. Like, his eyes were all black. So it's like she's noticed it a couple times. Just the... uh, Anyway.
0: So, Sebastian ordered Amatis released and she came to kneel before her new master. Ooh, not good. So, Clary noted that Amatis moved differently now. Like... (laughs) Shadow hunters in general, they're lithe and spry, and like, of course. But the dark shadow hunters, trademark pending, um, have a more sinister fluidity that sets her on edge. She's like, I, they don't, mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I don't like. It's like the, it's like the bad, um, the bad vampires in Twilight. How they, they, okay. they walk and move, like they walk like they're on a people mover. <laughs> Because they are, because that's how they did it in the, in the film. Oh,
2: really? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm going to have to Google that.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, <coughs> uh, so just is stood there in her, like, white nightgown <laughs> in front of Sebastian waiting orders, and the realization that Amatous um, had likely been woken up and dragged into the night is like settling into Clary. She's like, oh, fuck. this, this She's not wearing robes.
2: Like, they really did just haul her ass out of bed. I mean, what did, did you, you guys think? picture her as like she's wearing like old timey, like 1800s nightgown and her like, hair is like braided and like, bro, this was. She in... looks like Emily Binks. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This was in, like, 2008. She was probably wearing, like, sweatpants and a ho- shirt with holes in it. Probably one of Steven's shirts. <laughs> okay, I like that better, even though
0: Shadowhunters are, like, weirdly Victorian. That's fair. But, okay. <laughs> but I like <laughs> the idea that she was sleeping in one of Steven's old shirts better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like an ACDC shirt. Maybe it's shirt his shirt Ebenezer those.
1: Screws yeah. nightgown. Well,
0: obviously... <laughs> Hold on, sidebar. Obviously, Stephen Herrendill was into the Monday stuff. He was for sure, like you said, ACDC, a hundred percent. He was a punk rocker. That is my headcanon. <laughs>
2: uh, yep, that's what i He basically was like Spike sweatpants. from
1: Buffy. <laughs> well, and if it's a white shirt, then it was a Ramones shirt, obviously. That's yes. white night. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs>
0: oh, oh my god. god
2: now that's in my head thanks i'm singing mm. all right so the product launch
0: at the morgenstern trade show <laughs> of nightmares continues with the live demonstration <laughs> dark Amethyst versus cartwright in which Amethyst proceeds to whoop cartwright's ass in record time she like literally like like climbs
2: up him and knees him like <laughs> I Like what a chance. what kind of like a like a puss he was about it too. He's like, wait, uh not me? Like, <laughs> He's like,
1: do we really want to do this? I don't want to her open up, my you big know. mouth. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's kind of like the first time that you saw like Neo on the Matrix. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's how stunned they are. Yeah. They're like,
2: wow. Okay.
0: But she's like, she's like 40.
2: <laughs> right. right. I'm basically forty, so I could totally do that. Uh,
0: I think we would all be just as excited and shocked if you started like Kung Fu Pandaing the situation. It's fair.
2: Okay. You're like, I don't even know how I'm flying, but I am. <laughs> I'd be like, Mom, did you see that? <laughs> Lincoln's in that phase where I have to watch everything. Literally, all he did was spin in a circle and fall on the ground. Amazing. <laughs> You're not so looking. Cute. Yeah. He literally double checks that I'm looking the entire time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> William holds my face still like a psychopath. <laughs>
2: Olivia does that too.
1: Watch this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Oh, anyway. my goodness.
0: Oh, okay. Um, After this stunning display and consequential embarrassment, Cartwright is the first to volunteer his tribute to drink from the cup. (laughs) He's like, whoa, I don't want that to happen again. I'm in. Right. (laughs) Sign me up. Uh, And... As her brother and his minion, as her brother's minions queue up, Clary watched Amatis, but when Amatis met Clary's eyes across the clearing, the smile that pulled across her face was, like, pure malice. And she's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's like that movie smile. Ew. I haven't seen it, but I saw the previews. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that seems like the smile that... Amethyst is Agreed. giving her it. It's mm-hmm. in no way can it be misconstrued as friendly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard no. <sighs> so the reality of the situation starts to settle around Clary, and she's com- she realizes she's completely alone. Like no one is gonna help her here. She's super duper uber duper fucked in this situation, and even Jace um, was a shell of who he used to be uh she'd made sure of that when she quote unquote saved him uh something that she was beginning to realize might have maybe been a mistake <laughs> like maybe well and like, <laughs> it was a bad call <laughs> she's like maybe i fucked up big time she's like man mm-hmm. and he even said like he's not hit like he very when when jace was back and and jace he made it very distinctly clear that he didn't feel that the other jace was him and there's this yeah. line that clary has in her um monologue that her internal monologue that's like you know why something about like you know he's not J it's not jace if his soul's carved out like they're not uh-huh. the same oh yeah he's just a uh-huh. shell interesting.
1: What were you going to say, Robin? I just, like, obviously, she's not a person. She's a fictional character. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't want to, like, kick her when Mm -hmm. she's down. But, like, then she, so she basically sacrifices Jace and then finds out five minutes later that they have a weapon. So if he would have just been waiting and the, they'd be like, yo, listen, Mm -hmm. Brother Enoch, I know this sounds bad, but we have Michael's sword. So, like, we can help him. Yeah. Right. Like, that just, like, dude, that sucks. Yeah. But you're feeling pretty shitty right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No uh, bueno. Yeah.
2: That's hilarious, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, none of this would have happened, uh-huh. probably
0: so just when she's about to give up an arrow comes flying out of nowhere lodging in the neck of the shadow hunter reaching for sebastian's infernal cup so she's like what and she turns around and finds alec motherfucking lightwood standing on top of a stone column with his bow in his hand looking dead sexy agreed
2: agreed (laughs)
1: well
0: Yeah, like, the, the cannon's like, burr, burr, burr.
2: Yeah, and I feel like she'd be like, Oh, shit. That's my friend. That's my, That's my boy. I know him. I know.
0: I love that. She has a sign. I know him. look <laughs> Alec. Alec. <laughs> before anyone has a chance to react, the rest of the cavalry come rushing in behind him. Person slash wolves, shadow hunters, her mom included, and even Simon and Magnus. Oh, my. So we're going to. Uh, Claire's like, I'm here. I'm here. Like anyone can fucking hear her.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Except maybe Simon. Um, and like she's on a stage and a giant like in a red dress she is a beacon right they, they know <laughs> right they, they for sure can tell who where she who and where she is yeah yeah um <laughs> so hopping on over
0: to simon's pov he's scanning the crowd for clary on jocelyn's request um not that he wouldn't definitely be looking for her anyways but jocelyn had specifically asked him if he could see clary so whatever and using his vamp senses, he finds his bestie being pulled behind a a line of shadow hunters by her possessed boyfriend. And quickly, the B team makes a plan. All right. They are much better at making a plan than the A team. I'm gonna... I'm, this is true. I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> uh-huh. Concur. It's a hot take. So, Jocelyn gives insight to the... Uh, to the brand of loyalty that Valentine used to demand. She's like, if Sebastian's followers are anything like Valentine's, they're going to form like basically a human shield between us and him. Um, And if Sebastian's follower, Oh, that's what I just said. Uh, to protect their leader, obviously. So Izzy's contribution is to remind everybody that Sebastian is the goal. Like they need to clear a space that make a hole. Like this is like football. They're like, okay, what we need is <laughs> someone to get through. <laughs> what are they called, Amanda? You're our football. The the ones that sorry, say the ones that the running back? Um, the ones that go through the big guys. Try to With break the through ball. the
2: line. I mean, the the linemen, but the ones that try to break—is that I don't know, because <laughs> because they're the. I mean yes, okay, a running so back. You've got the, but okay, so
0: the linemen are on the offensive, and they're both right offensive linemen and defensive. Okay, linemen. so yeah. in this case, they need an offense offensive lineman to, okay. to make a hole, so yes, their running yes. back can get
2: through.
1: <laughs> simon's the running back with the sword
2: yes okay sorry i was a little distracted because i was reading something else i'm very sorry something else threw me for a loop on a personal (laughs) level and something else so i'm very sorry i'm I'm refocused we're talking about football here i can do this
0: so izzy's contribution is that they need to get to Sebastian and Simon... So Simon could get to him with Glor- Glorious. He's like... She's like, this is... You're... You're our Huckleberry. <laughs> we gotta get this done. Mm-hmm. So Magnus... His suggestion is that killing Sebastian uh, will either automatically kill his followers... Or cause them to scatter, depending on how connected they are to his life force. Which, fingers crossed for the vampire sire solution. Like, it would be much, much easier if they just killed him and then the rest of them just died. (laughs) So, I'm going to read another little segment for you. (sighs) Speaking of hope,
1: did you see that (laughs) Alice? Sorry. (laughs) You should narrate these books. You should be the honest lady. (laughs) But they need to leave the fuck. Damn it. Hold on. Let me try that again. (laughs) Those need to leave, be left in.
0: Uh, Speaking of hope, (laughs) did you see that shot Alec got off with his bow? That's my boyfriend. He beamed and wiggled his fingers. Blue sparks shot from them. He's shown all over. Only Magnus, Simon thought, resignedly. Would have access to cinqued battle armor.
1: <laughs> Amazing! I just, I, I, yes. I love that for yes. him. And I, mm-hmm. I imagine it first scale mail, which I know was wrong mm-hmm. because of later. It's leather. We find out it's leather armor. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like when you're picking your avatar Mm -hmm. when you're playing like call of duty Mm -hmm. don't pick the person in like an orange fire outfit because you're gonna be fucking easy to see Mm -hmm. when people are trying to get you okay
2: that was on like a 2020 thing did you guys hear about it was like last year this um corrections officer helped a man escape from like hardcore prison of some kind and they began a relationship and like they were on the run and the way they were easily able to spot them and like track them down is because this bitch decided to buy a like bright orange car as their getaway vehicle so they could like trace it on the road because it was so bright (laughs) like come on people
1: (laughs) (laughs) i did not hear that but same concept See, yes (laughs) and these are people who are bad at crime Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh You guys,
0: you either grow up in in the crime world or you don't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The girlie's like, got it, got it. Your
0: your stepdad either dressed you up in all black and had you hold the flashlight while he stole cable or (laughs) he didn't. Oh my God, the
2: cable thing got me.
0: I'm sorry, I was seven. It was my first
2: felony. My
1: stepdad
2: stole cable. Absolutely, I think. Lest I was we
1: forget 11, the prep. Right, we we're talking about yeah. that. If anybody asks you if you've seen this, you tell them no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you put that pressure on a child.
1: You lie to the police.
2: Oh,
0: are you kidding me? I since I was like five years old, we don't talk to the police.
1: Like, <laughs> But don't you lie to me. I ain't no snitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Lying is wrong. You can go to hell for lying the same as you can for stealing something. But lie on my behalf. But only to the people I tell you to.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> we are really fucked up. Uh, so. Oh, I love it. Um, okay. Izzy, asked, I... I use talk-to-text, okay? And so, some of these mm. things don't work. <laughs> like, it says, is mm. he ready? That wasn't right. So, is he ready to herself? Um, and asked Simon if he was, like, all set. Like, are you, are you ready to go? They're kind of second wave, right? Everybody else has gone forward. They're deciding how they're going to uh, launch themselves into this. <clears throat> um. And she catches him smiling, and at, at least her reaction is reasonable because she's like, "Simon, what the fuck are you smiling about right now? Like, this is not a time for you to be grinning like an asshole. What is going on?" <laughs> uh-huh. It's totally like a smart Alec thing, right? Yeah. And so he points out that none of the Dark Shadow Hunter Seraph blades are working right now, you know, because they're not aligned with heaven anymore. <laughs> Fair.
2: They didn't give them evil seraph blades. So they're all bubbling listen. around like, what's
1: happening? <laughs> How do we do this? Okay, listen. I have a question. <clears throat> yeah. They know that none of us are evil aligned, okay? I know that. Hmm. But like <laughs> if you watched your fellow shadow hunter yeah. drink from that cup and their runes disappeared off their skin, I'd be like, mm. I'm out. Like, thanks, yeah. uh-huh. but no thanks. I'm not interested in what you're offering. Yeah, no. Well, I'm just especially because they're Simpson. such huge
2: Nephilim, right? Yeah. That's the whole idea behind it. They, like, want to be more Nephilim, but instead they're taking it away. You think demons are evil, but you want to become one? Like, uh huh. come on, brus.
1: bruh. Yeah. The demons are going to help us fight more demons. Yeah. yeah stupid.
2: Mm-mm-mm.
0: No, thank you. Oh. That's because they all want power. Where are we? Oh, here mm-hmm. we are. So. Sorry. Just as Sebastian is yelling at his followers to use different weapons, one of Alex arrows felled another red robe, clearing a path. Um, and Simon took it. He launched himself into the chaos and it now, this is, wasn't his first battle, but it was his first without the mark of Cain, which he found he missed in this moment. And I'm like, no shit, bro. <laughs> you spent uh-huh. a lot of time hating that mark. And then <laughs> now you're like, hmm, actually, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> kind of came in handy. <laughs> kind of really awesome. <laughs> Would have super, super helped in this moment. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, so Izzy and Magnus um, are flanking him on either side as they fight their way through this crush of bodies. And out of nowhere, Amethyst pops up. But Simon is too shook to do anything as she, like, goes for him with this. She's got a knife up and she just jumps at him. Um, and, the, like, there's even a moment where he's like, I could have stopped her with my vampy stuff. But I just was, this is Luke's sister. What What's
1: happening? huh <sighs> well and she's not dressed in red so it's like she's not as like are you here to help right. us yeah like and her he. I don't think they were there to see the change in her no and I'm assuming in that pace he's not gonna realize oh her runes are gone right you know just like uh-huh. oh are you okay yeah um and so Magnus
0: jumps in front of Simon and like goes to shoot off a spell at Amethyst. But she's quicker than he is. And she finds a weak spot in his sequined armor.
1: <laughs> in my head,
0: like, look, I know it's real armor, but in my head, it's it's like, for real, like, it's just cluttered. like blue sequins. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I thought it was like scale mail. Like, so each of the scales were sequined on his scale mail. Oh, oh That's yeah. beautiful. Is what like I was one thinking. of those
2: flapper dresses, yeah. sort of.
1: Yeah, kind
2: yeah. of.
0: Love that. So as Simon watches her pull the bloody knife, Free. Magnus collapses to his knees, and he, Simon tries to turn to help him. Like, like he's like, oh god! But like the movement of the crowd is forcing him forward and pulls him out. And now, if you've ever been in a circle pit, you know what this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robin and I were at—I don't know—was it Warped Tour or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We were in the circle. I shit you not. Two seconds, I was lifted off my feet, and I was on the other side of the fucking crowd. It was that's wild. crazy.
2: Uh-huh. I was I went to one little stink, and um, they had a mosh pit, and I was just like, "This is way more intense." We were than I thought it would be. We
0: thought we were at a safe distance from the mosh pit at that point, crazy.
1: but it got
0: so big, and then it turned into a circle pit, and we just I just got swept up in it. Robin, uh-huh. did you stay out of it or were you in it too? I couldn't remember because um, I was gone.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. If you were, I think you got out a lot faster than I did. Uh-huh. And then I couldn't find yeah. you. Yeah, It was a whole thing. Yeah. that's scary. That was the same day uh-huh. I got heat exhaustion and... But we were, like, literally in the front row. Being Washed by a six-foot Being man. Washed. Yes. Yes.
0: Over the barricade. Yeah. It was
1: mm-hmm. bad. We had to devo- vote. Yeah. <sighs> it's a good time. It was a great fucking <laughs>
0: time, though. We did have a great time. We yeah.
1: saw some awesome bands. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, And you drove. I didn't have to drive. Yeah. yeah so, it was like, damn. It's a good times. Uh, so, so yes. Yeah, so Simon gets
0: like taken by the crowd away, um, and all he can do is watch as Amethyst like stands above Magnus and raises her dagger again. And then we just pop over to Clary, who's struggling against Jace's grip, as the three of them watch the battle play out in in front of them. And she's like, "Let me go, you big asshole."
1: going. My bad. That's it. You big nope. asshole. It's your turn. Yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> OK, keep going. Just... <laughs> just kidding, keep going. Keep, continue. <laughs>
2: read my part. I'm sorry I was distracted for a second. Cassie just came home, and so I, was, I held up a little sign that says recording, and so I'm being quiet. And so anyway, OK. Um, OK, so Sebastian's super evil demon side is showing now. Yeah, big asshole. I like that a lot. (laughs) And he is done pussyfooting around. Okay. He tells Jace to shut Clary up, but without even missing a beat, like the good Jace shows through a little bit. And um, he doesn't even acknowledge Sebastian's demand. He asks if they're just going to stand there and let these evil shadow hunters protect them. Like, Mm -hmm. we're just going to let this happen? Like, we're not going to do anything. Sebastian's like um I do declare we are important you and I can't get hurt we're kind of a big deal we have many leather bound books and our office smells of rich mahogany (laughs) and Jace asks him if Lilith can come back and help them and like where'd that bitch go and honestly when you did the recap i forgot that she left what she was just like bye she turned herself into flames she was like i don't know how i forgot that she was like i'm out like yeah diving up anyway so um he's like can't she come back here and help because there's like a lot of uh shadow hunters here now you know (laughs) what i'm saying right and (laughs) sebastian's like ah she might have stage fright in her small condition. Um, plus, she probably doesn't have a lot of strength, okay? Because like mm-hmm. she's tiny. And I literally every time we talk about her, I picture Colin Robinson <gasps> as a baby. And if you know, you know. And I gave you guys a few pictures so you can see what I see. Um, I because I just can't stop.
0: I haven't got to this part yet. Obviously, I didn't know this happened, I'm and sorry. this is I don't. I'm sorry you it might be a spoiler
2: for you. My whole body you just have to see it.
0: Is not okay.
2: Like my whole body is revolting these pictures. I can't It is amazing, but that is what I am picturing. Is like her tiny body. Like Olivia, my two year old (laughs) size, but like her adult size head. (laughs) Is basically what it is in my in my brain. So, anyway, Clary calls Sebastian a coward for turning the evils evil, but using them as a shield rather than trying to protect them. Like, you turned them just to have them, which of course he did. He's evil. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. What, I mean, come on.
2: But anyway. Like, you
1: can't win a moral argument against someone that has no morals. Like, right. that's not going to help you. Oh,
2: yeah. Try
0: explaining that to a pacifist. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: He asks her which side, like, if you had the opportunity to fight, let's say we let you go, what side are you going to fight for? Obviously, her answer would have been the good side, but she didn't even have a chance to respond before he instructs Jace to make her drink from the cup. Like, he knows what her answer is going to be. So, like, Mm -hmm. make her drink. And Jace is really not into this. Mm -mm. Like, his internal, like, I wish we had a little bit of internal from him here, because that has
1: got to be just what's anxiety. What's that book called? What? Where it's like uh, Edward's point of view is the whole book. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know oh, what, Midnight what, Sun. What is
1: it? Thank you. It's like, I'm asking, I'm asking, I'll be my Google. Yes, we need a Midnight Sun here in Jace's pop. Okay, okay.
0: Well, and I think, I think it's interesting I think it's interesting, and, and I I think it goes to the point that Sebastian is too far gone, that he mm. wants Clary to take it, because he does not... This isn't a Voldemort situation, where Voldemort knows the shit he's spewing is bullshit. Right? Voldemort's a half oh, okay. He doesn't believe in pure-blooded supremacy. He really doesn't give a fuck. It's, he hates muggles because his dad was a muggle. But... He knows the whole, like, shtick, the
1: whole gimmick is bullshit for power, right? Whereas... Right, I'm going to do, I'm going to say what I have to say to... Exactly. Be a lord. And Sebastian, in this case, like, yeah, he's turning all of these shadow
0: hunters, but he knows it it gives him power over them. I think Mm -hmm. if he didn't feel like he needed the control over Clary... If he felt like he could get her to buy in on her own, he wouldn't. But I think the mm-hmm. fact that he's willing to ha- to make her drink from the cup shows that he's drinking his own Kool Aid. Right. This is not a a person who is
2: being expendable. Well, and, either and like, and
0: he's not being like he's not looking at it as like I want to protect her from this or any like there's no. The connection that he is desiring of her is control. His, his, mm. It's not anything further than that. He has, he has no, he's not actually trying to like protect her. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I, I feel like even I was Dark like, oh. Chase would be like, well, why would we want her? We want her to, she's one of
1: us. We want her brain. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that he was just like, I want you to want me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's trying, he's like, in his, he's like, I've tried everything I can to, like, yep. yeah. L- worst case scenario here. Done, whatever. So now you're going to do what I want you to do because I'm telling you to do it. And yeah. so you're mm-hmm. going to be under my control. Like, I tried to get you to do it the nice way. Yeah. And ask you nicely and totally not in a creepy way. Mm-hmm. Not at all. No, not, not at, at all. all. There was nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. It was, it was 10 out of 10. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. The way he approached <laughs> it was, me. was
0: really perfect. <laughs>
1: Now, I would say my question, if, let's say, scenario, alternate timeline, this happened where they turned all these shadow hunters, Mm -hmm. nobody showed up to battle, Mm -hmm. and we weren't in this, like, precarious situation, I don't think Sebastian would have Clary drink from the cup now. No, I don't think so either. Agreed. I think he's feeling pressure. Yeah. And he's just Mm -hmm. like... The cavalry's here to rescue them. Fuck, like they're breaking through these dummies that don't know how to work without seraph blades. Mm-hmm. I'll make it so she doesn't want to go with mm-hmm.
2: them. Well, and he does say that. Um, he, so basically, he steps in to try to do it himself because Jace is not gonna do this. And um, she finally starts to try to like kind of fight for herself. But he's like, "Bro, why would we want her fighting like this? We want her to go easy." And so that's exactly what it is. He's like trying to force her because he doesn't, he's tired of her fighting it mm-hmm. now. They're in a situation where they can't have, they can't deal with her acting like this. So they're just gonna, he just wants to deal with that, which is just ugh, crazy. Um, so she's physically fighting him. And in the shuffle, she headbutts Jace and he like, rea- he, his reaction is to let her go. He's like, oh shit, dude. Aw, <laughs> ouch. Anyway, Fucking and then hurts, she just takes man. off. Yeah. She runs. She's like, "Oh, that's what I've been doing to people this whole time?" Sorry, that's a family guy joke. Anyway, <laughs> she takes off and runs into the battle. So we get to go to Maya's POV, which I always love. I don't know. I just like her so much. Uh-huh. Um so she's like, "Dude, this fight is like intense." Um at some point she sees someone get decapitated. Like this is crazy and it sounds like this is a lot worse than the battle that they had in alicante mm-hmm. for whatever reason i guess maybe because these people are evil but they were fighting i think it's demons, because right before so like, they
1: were fighting demons and now they're
2: fighting like people yeah that's fair and it's people she might know yeah like yeah i guess that's a good point she when might demons have come die they
1: disappear there's no mm-hmm. bloody guts and stuff to clean up after mm-hmm. very fair thank you for that
2: uh, so she and Jordan are staying close to each other because, of course, like, why the hell would you not? Obviously. Buddy system.
1: Battle yeah, buddy system. They're
2: kind of working in tandem. And this evil shadow hunter comes at Maya and he, like, stabs, slashes her with a sword. He injures her in some way. I don't know how. It wasn't terrible because she started to get up afterward, but it did take her down for a minute. And Jordan moves to the dude's throat while she's still on the ground. Like,. It's obviously happening very quickly. Anyway, um, but these evil muscles, dude, they are strong. Like, mm. he, this this dude is fast. Roid he rage. literally picks Jordan up off the ground by his neck. And he's like, why are you little? <laughs> Just kidding. No, he's like, uh, he tells him, like, he's, you know, you scum, downworlder. You should be a coat. Ew. Fucking ew. Like, what a weird thing like I literally obviously racism is too deep for us to have a discussion about but like why gross you're just gross that's just stop it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get a personality bro <laughs> right anyway
0: <laughs> maybe you wouldn't rely so so heavily on putting down others if you had a fucking yeah. personality
1: yes. uh-huh. <laughs> take some responsibility for what a shitty person you are yeah. so you don't yeah. have to blame other people for your miscomings <laughs>
2: So eventually, the two of them, Jordan and Maya, are able to take this dude this dude down. The chaos continues, but Izzy goes to Magnus. So we're out of Maya's POV now. Mm-hmm. Um, Izzy goes to Magnus and Alec, and she can kind of see Simon across the way. Like I think things are just moving. I think, like Kristen said, like it's it's kind of like they're in one of those waves, you know, wave pools uh-huh. at the aquatic place that you go you visit um and it sounds like simon's kind of gotten a distance away from them and he's completely frozen just staring at them and um she just yells she's able to make eye contact izzy is with simon and she's like go keep going find sebastian like you gotta keep going at least she's trained for fights obviously Uh he's not trained for this at all and i can imagine just freezing in that moment especially when magnus
1: is down Mm -hmm. yeah they're not Francy. willing to sacrifice Jace, but they're willing to sacrifice themselves, which I feel like tracks. Mm-hmm. If,
2: yep, <laughs> It sounds like us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never sacrifice one of you, but I would sacrifice myself to mm-hmm. save you. Yeah.
0: A stranger, yes.
2: too, probably. Absolutely. You know, unfortunately, yeah. I am that impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> uh So, um... Did I lose my place? No. Anyway, so she tells him to go find Sebastian, whatever. So while fighting through the crowd, Simon notices that none of these evil shadow hunters are marked anymore. So that is when he notices it, Robin, just so, you know. Mm -hmm. So through his POV, we get a little bit of the battle. And I feel like maybe we've talked about this at some point, but I find it interesting. So we're going to revisit it. A person slash wolf was killed during the battle, like, as he, that he is seeing, Simon is. And when they hit the ground, they turn back into their human form. Mm. And I don't know if that is canon or if that's just for this, like, it's now a thing for this part because he's able to see that it wasn't Maya or Simon, or Jordan. So he was I feel like he that's was canon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because at first he was like, oh, fuck, like. Maybe he's like, I don't know what they look like in their in their wolf face. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I sure. Know. You know. I mean, I thought they still had their faces, right? <laughs> Person yes. slash wolf.
1: Whatever. Anyway. like <laughs> All I can imagine now is like the Thomas the Tank Engine face on a wolf's body. <laughs> yeah. Like, what were those animals? I want to say
2: Animaniacs, but that's obviously not it they were from a kids book or at the same time Goosebumps
1: came out anamorphs anamorphs yeah yep that's it uh huh where they're like <sighs> in like stage 4 of morphing uh-huh. into the animal they're not quite there yet yeah exactly did you guys actually I still read still those have books human features? my a brother a couple did. of them yes okay they're like
2: <laughs>
0: as an adult if you look back you're like mm interesting themes wonder why i think the way i think Okay. The 90s, the, the 90s kid shit was rife with like anti-authority, anti-government. Like. I wonder why we are the way we
2: are. Yeah. I love it. hmm <laughs> <sighs> Awesome. So, okay. So he knows it's not one of them. And, and if, so he keeps on his mission, right? To find Sebastian. So an evil shadow hunter steps in front of him and his sword is drawn. But I think it's even noted. But I also need to note, forgive me for maybe potentially missing some other stuff. Obviously, we're in the middle of a battle, so there's a lot going on and a lot of detail I could have gone into. But I lost my book. So I had to do all of this off of Audible. Oh like no. Listening to the and So exactly. I'm like pausing it and writing. So I feel like this has lost some of its intensity. That I would have preferred to give it. So you're gonna get that from the next one too, unless I can find my freaking book. I don't know where the hell I left it. <laughs> one of my kids probably got a hold of it. Good thing we're at the end. Anyway, so um, this person has a sword drawn, and I feel like it's mentioned that the sword is smaller, which is just funny because since he's holding glorious, like he's just got this like. <laughs> mine's bigger. This giant sort like of, dick you know. of a
0: sword. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly and um before simon has a chance to panic because to, uh, obviously the guy is hit with an arrow shot by alec and it sounds like alec hasn't even missed a target yet like he's just been standing on this rock like just bam 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 mm. back to back loaded mm. reloading it's just crazy like my arm would be so tired after like one or two Mm. I can't even imagine just continuing. He's trained he's for just, it and he's 17. He's like and Joel like, sniping whatever, for Ellie. 18.
0: He's just there whatever they need him. Just got it. Alec is bae. Alec is gay. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: I thought you said Alec is gay. And I was like, what does that have to do with Duh. that <laughs> Okay. Like, we know that. We figured that out real quick. That
0: was like chapter three. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So finally, Simon and Clary make eye contact. He's like, fuck yes, I found her. And Jace is behind Clary. And then near him, obviously, um, Simon can see Sebastian. And he's still allowing the group to protect him. Like, he's got the wall around him. And when Clary and Simon finally reach each other, there's obviously a bunch that happens. But um, he has a split second where he wonders if she's been changed to evil, too. Because... At this point, how can you tell the difference except for by their actions? And the first thing she says to him is to give her the sword. And I'm like, girl, what if he think what? And Simon, like, what if she's evil? And he just hands the sword over to her. Like, I don't know. Anyway, somehow he knows it's her because he just gives it to her. And did he um, did did we not her just
1: say that? Like, I. Guess Simon could told that they didn't have runes. She's got a voyance rune on her hand. Yeah. like I guess that's, that's why. Me. Hand me the right.
2: sword.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't think like some he bitch trying to show off their engagement them. ring. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Look. I don't know. It just seems to me like I wouldn't have put that all together yet. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <sighs> he gives it to her internally, noting. <laughs> That she looks like a real shadow hunter now. Not like one in training. She, Her internship is over. She has entered, according to Simon. Very nice. Real shadow hunterism. And so then we get to go off to Jocelyn's POV. And she's like, dude, this shit is bananas. Battles are crazy. Yo, where is that girl, Clary? Like, shit's going down. And while she's working on getting a better view to find Clary, I feel like she's climbing up like a big rock like she's on a boulder or something trying to see better um this dude jeremy comes up to her and is like hey girl long time no see are you here to join us in our evilness you were in the circle right so this is totally your jam i mean we're following your son so like Mm -hmm. you're here to join us yeah and she's like oh my god that's really sweet of you to ask but no i'm really not that good of a mother and i do not support my children's extracurricular
1: activities
2: (laughs) Thanks for thinking that I would do that, though. Like, it's really flattering. Anyway, I'm definitely not interested
1: in joining this group.
2: (laughs) Okay, I have a question for
1: you. I'm very sorry. I keep interrupting every paragraph. I love it. But that's why we're here. I don't know if you've had this conversation with your children yet. Mm. But my kid, oldest one obviously, seemed offended that when she asked me, she's like, if you knew I murdered somebody, would you turn me in? And I said yes. And she was offended. I'm that I wouldn't support your answer was, Yes, I'm offended for her. Like if you killed somebody, yeah, girl, I'm going to tell the police that you killed somebody. Like if
2: you're evil and you killed someone, but like yeah, if exactly. You're not evil, like, tell me why. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not talking about safety, life in danger sort of thing. Like if you just like was it in an cold blood murdered somebody, I'm telling okay, the then. police that you murdered well,
2: someone. Well, okay, yeah. but But like why?
1: Exactly
0: just like straight Foul up play. like she just murked someone for no she's reason. She's just
1: murdering people. Like you could murder me next if you're just murdering.
0: People. <laughs> it's true. You,
1: you never know me if they next. lost
2: their minds and like their parents are next. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. If, but like if if she had a reason. No. Great. Right, she's
1: like I drove home from a party drunk and I m- murdered somebody. You're going to jail. Yeah. Shouldn't have been driving drunk. Yeah. You killed somebody. <sighs> yes, I agree. Yeah. But
2: that would be very hard.
0: You know, you know what, for me, that scenario is a lot less hard than if she like straight up actually murdered somebody because she felt it was justified. That would be harder for me to... Oh, yes. Like...
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. For sure. Like you need to, you know, face the consequences of your actions in, in something like that. But like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'd be, I'd be more, it would be harder for me to turn her in, in the other scenario, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, mm-hmm. which is fucked, for real. but for me, that's how my moral compass waves. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: She was just like, like we, she had to go through all the scenarios. Mm-hmm. Okay. What if it was like a accident, like Oh, Of course somebody. she did. What if it was like, whatever. And like, she was just like, she just thought I'd ride or die her regardless of what. The scenario was.
2: Yeah. I'm like, that's not. Well, and some parents are like that. You know, they just can't make their brains believe that their children would be capable.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think we'll ever have
2: to worry about that. No. Happening.
0: I did tell my daughter that, um, that I couldn't handle her being a serial killer. I was like, you know, like one body is one thing. I go, but if you go around murdering people, then (laughs) it's like, I love you, but I don't love you enough to allow you to be a serial
2: killer. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you're like a dexter. if they're in jail, you know that they're, for the most part, like they're, they're going to be okay. Like if they're out there, they could get killed by someone that they're attacking or the police (laughs) are going to find them and kill them. At least as a mother, when they're in jail, for the most part, prison, you would know that they're safe. Ish.
0: I'm clearly joking. I can still come visit Obviously, you. Obviously, we're clearly joking. We, we we do not want our children to be serial killers.
2: <sighs> yes, that's a
0: joke. is <laughs> like, but just kidding. I could have a whole documentary.
1: No. <laughs> I could be interviewed by Dateline. What is it they used to tell your kids? Like, if you're mad at me, just tell me. Please just don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes
2: that happens (sighs) oh my (sighs) god well we all know what kind of a mother uh jocelyn is (laughs) anyway she's not a ride or die i don't blame her okay anyway um jeremy is like oh no girl i was not trying to recruit you to join Was asking if you are joining or if you're ready to die. Because it's one or the other. That's the options that you have. And um, obviously the Clave can't stand against this badass group. Because we're just like that amazing. Um, We're going to take over everything. So this is your only chance to survive. Like join us or die. That's it. Join us or die. Prepare to die. Yes, exactly. And Jocelyn tries to convince him to go back to the clave. Like, they're super cool now. They'll probably even forgive you. Like, things have changed, bro. Come and and try it. But uh, Jeremy already drank the evil aid, and so he's no longer a shadow hunter. And so it's not an option for him anymore. Right. Um, Before he can do any, like, real evil that we know of, because I don't know so far that he has actually killed anyone, Maris is able to take him out bye and then this bitch is so smooth she just like gives jocelyn eye contact and they're just both kind of like it's up
1: and she goes
2: to keep fighting yeah she's just like cool and then we get to go back to clary who's holding the angel sword glorious and it's like huge and i just imagine it's got to be really heavy to pick up but maybe because she has that angel blood it's a lot easier Mm -hmm. And um, it starts to like she holds it up and it starts to like glow with an internal fire. And she almost drops it because it's like, oh, shit, it's on fire. But no, it's like inside the glass Mm -hmm. case of emotions are just staying inside of it. And so she starts to move toward the evil twins, but gets
1: (laughs) blocked by Jace. Jace is like, what are you think you're doing? Where are you going? Sorry. I had to join in on that. So Jace calls to her. He's like, Clary. And she thinks about how she shouldn't be able to hear him over all the noise from the battle. But miraculously, somehow, the fighting was parting from the two of them due to their God tier main character energy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just so you know. As the battle's do it. just yep. moving away from them. And Michael's sword is doing a lot of Barney Bernie in her hands and she tells Jace to move, bitch! Get out the way! So, um... Obviously, she needs to get to Sebastian. And she can hear Simon's voice saying something behind her, but she can't really make out the words. And she studies Jace's swollen face because it's starting to swell from her headbutt. And he just tells her to hand over the sword. And of course she denies him taking a step back and then explaining to Jace, who isn't really Jace, that this sort of special and she can finally separate the blood brothers and then they'll be able to like, they'll be free to be able to just kill Sebastian. This is it. All of our wildest dreams are coming true in her um, saying that causes her internal monologue to wax poetic about all of her Jace jaystifer memories like core memories over the last couple weeks and his eyes are reflecting the sword's glow because he already has like kind of goldish eyes right but they're Uh like fiery and of course possessed jace doesn't want to lose his tie to sebi and she's like so he's like are you out of your mind are you crazy girl and so then this is a lot of Clary's thought where I'm at. Like we're, we're in her brain a lot. So him saying that to her makes her think about the memory that she has of V-Tang, like driving the sword into Jace on the shores of Lake Lynn, all those long, long six weeks ago. And <laughs> she recalls that... Uh, Jace, when he came back, had told her that he was in the dark and that he could hear her voice calling back to him. Like, that's what he said to him when he like was resurrected. And then she thinks about earlier when Jace had said that he would rather die than live in bondage to Sebastian, which was literally just earlier that day. So she's kind of comparing those two statements together. Mm -hmm. And she can hear evil Jace like yapping in the background (laughs) of her thoughts. He's just, like, talking his man talk, and she has an epiphany, and it's long, and I'm sorry, but I have to read it. Do it. Okay. She knew in that moment that just as he wasn't Jace, the Clary he loved wasn't her. It was a memory of her, blurred and distorted, the image of someone docile, obedient, someone who didn't understand that love given without free will or truthfulness wasn't love at all. Give me the sword, his hand was out, his chin raised, his tone imperious. Give it to me, Clary. You want it? She raised glorious, the way he had taught her to, balanced the weight of it. Sorry. Though it felt, I almost said through, and I was like, I'm reading that wrong. Though it felt heavy in her hand, the flame in it grew brighter until it seemed to reach upward and touch the stars. Jace was only the sword's length away from her his golden eyes incredulous. Even now, he couldn't believe she might hurt him, really hurt him. Even now, she took a deep breath. Take it. <laughs> like, dude, like, golf clap. for like, this is awful, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, Clary has finally, like, she has emerged from her cocoon. Mm-hmm. Yep. She is fully Clary Butterfly. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. What an awful moment for her to reach this point. But, like, Mm -hmm. anyway, Jace's eyes light up. And then Clary takes the sword and she just stabs him with it in the same place, same position, everything that beating, like, the same way that Valentine did. And she thinks to herself that Jace had died this way. She brought him back from death. And now death had come for him again. It's the circle of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it moves us on. <sighs> I Amazing. can't not, Lion King. Sorry. No, that was beautiful. That was okay. absolutely appropriate. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Gloria slides into Jace's chest up to the hilt. and jace's body is like shocked still like and the two of them are pressed together and blood starts spilling out of jace's chest because her hand obviously is still on the sword so she has like they're up against each other and there's a sudden scream of rage and pain from sebastian as the two of them are now torn apart but jace didn't make any sound He looked down at Clary, his eyes shining, and then he began to burn. Oh, snap. I know. That's. And we cliffhanger them for a moment. We put them to the side. (laughs) And we switch over to the wounded's parabatai's point of view, Alec. And he is. Well, and actually, this is dumb, but I'm going to say it because I don't think that this section, this piece is really in anybody's point of view because it kind of sounds like it's an Alex kind of sounds like it's an Isabelle's I don't think it really is a set person's point of view. there are
0: times when it does feel like that
1: yeah Mm -hmm. because it's like Alec didn't remember how fast he got down and then there's something about Isabelle's kind of Mm -hmm. remembering Mm -hmm. too so I think this is a POV list thing
0: like third person omniscient or whatever
1: yes exactly the narrator So Alex scrambling down the the stone tomb and like bum rushing through the crowd to try to get to Magnus and Isabel. And he finally reaches them and he looks down at Magnus bleeding from his leather armor. Uh That's what it is. And obviously he's in panic mode. And Izzy tells him like it's basically like Magnus is still breathing. Like he's not dead. He's still breathing. And Alec lets out a breath that he's holding and then just asks Izzy for a dagger, very much in the same way that I'm sure it's like scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> so Alec uses a dagger to cut open Magnus's clothes to lay his chest bare. And this is where it was like Izzy there's a moment like where it's Isabel but not Isabel saying like she's not very good at first aid, like battle first aid because she never really paid attention. Like, she didn't give shits. But Alec, Mm -hmm. of course, being basically the protector of the group, really paid attention. He's very good at battle wound first aid. Like, Izzy can do an Arazi, but she's not bandaging someone up. That's Alec's specialty. And I hate it, but I'm going to say it. With that being said, (laughs) I hate saying that. But he can tell that even though there's a large, like, wound, in Magnus's chest, by his ribs, he can tell by the way that Magnus is breathing that like he there's no puncture, lung or anything, any damage to like an internal organ. And Alec takes off his jacket and presses it against Magnus's side to like staunch the bleeding. And Magnus opens his eyes and he's like, "Ouch!" and tells Alec to quit leaning on him, <laughs> which of <laughs> course, like, thank God, Alec is yeah. relieved. And he tells Magnus that he saw him fall and he thought he was dead. And he plants a light kiss on Magnus's lips and he's, like, stroking his hair. It's very cinematic and sweet, everything that you'd expect. And Magnus's, Magnus pulls, like, the Monty Python, like, oh, this tis but a scratch. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. And he tells Alec that Amethyst was aiming for his heart, but thankfully she didn't get anything vital. The biggest issue that Magnus has to face with this injury is all the blood loss is sapping, like, basically his mana, mm-hmm. which also is sapping his ability to be able to heal himself. The pair hold hands, and Alec, like, Magnus asks Alec if he remembers that night on the SSV Tang where oh. he gave him some of his strength. And He's like, of course I do. I got you, boo. Like, you can have all my strength. <sighs> It was j- just the right amount of cheese. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. It was like the-, the canned easy cheese, if you will. It was great. Yeah. It's just the right amount of cheese. <laughs> and then we go back to the action with Clace. Fire explodes up through the sword from the hilt to the tip of the blade. Like the whole thing is a light. The flame shoots through Clary's arm. So it's kind of like reverberating back into her body like a lightning bolt kind of shock, Mm -hmm. and knocks her to the ground, the energy from it. Heated lightning starts crashing through her veins, and she is curled on the floor in agony. She's in lots of pain. Jace falls to his knees with the sword still stuck in his chest. And I was trying to paraphrase this description a lot, but I just couldn't, so I'm going to read it to you. And it's another kind of long one, so I'm sorry, but it's happening. Jace fell to his knees. The sword still pierced him, but it was burning now with a white gold flame and the fire was filling his body like colored water filling a clear glass pitcher. Golden flame shot through him, turning his skin translucent. His hair was bronze, his bones were hard, shining, tender, visible through his skin. Glorious itself was burning away, dissolving in liquid drops like gold melting in a crucible. So the sword is going away. Jace is on fire and his body is thrown back. And it's kind of like that last scene in the 1995 movie Powder, where he gets struck with lightning and then he starts getting all glowy. Yes. It's what I'm imagining happening. And Clary tries to pull herself to him, like kind of army crawl, but the heat radiating Jace's body like off of his body is it's unbearable it's too hot she can't get close and Jace's hands fly to his chest and a river of golden blood starts pouring through the, his fingers like because the sword's gone obviously so now like I know we talked about it Kristen you're never supposed to pull no nope. it out mm-hmm. but there's no choice it just was gone so now blood is spilling from it and it's Okay, I don't know why I was making that noise. The blood is flowing through his wound, hitting the stone, and it's burning the stone. It's so hot, it's turning the solid stone to ash. Like heavenly fire is fucking hot. Yeah. Okay. It's the point of this. It's really hot. And like, (laughs) sorry. Okay, this is dumb, but I'm going to tell you this anyway, uh, because you'll understand what I'm saying. A long, long time ago, my kid was little, and we were having a barbecue. My mom accidentally left a knife that was in my child's reach. Okay? I was inside. She grabbed it. And bless her soul, (laughs) she grabbed it by the sharp edge and cut her hand open Mm. And then she must have tried to grab it with the other hand to drop it because both of her palms were cut. Okay. And so she walks up to the sliding glass door with like blood just coming off, like out of her palms. And I was just like, what the fuck? And of course my mom felt bad, like it was an accident. But from that point for the next seven months, all I could imagine was her walking with this big ass knife. And falling and having it, like, stab her. Okay. interesting, Like, thoughts. in the throat Absolutely. or whatever. Like, she could have tripped. Mm-hmm. Like, this could have been so much worse than it was. And my mind would not, just not stop taunting me by showing the images. And this is pretty much depicting that. So, like, I need the biggest head shake to get the demons out. <laughs> like, I don't want to see this again. Like, I need the yes. biggest one yeah. ever. <clears throat> like that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Too much information, but that is why. Um, oh, you know what? I missed a whole paragraph Oh, <laughs> before I went on that tangent. So I'm going to read it anyway. But you'll get it. Anyway, so Clary, let me go back so you can pay attention to where my brain is. Fuck, that was stupid. Okay, so the stones are burning. Clary tries to stand to get to Jace, but she's weak in the knees. She can't because of all the lightning. So she crawls over to Jace across these jagged stones. He's lying on his side. So she slides into like little spoon position with the heat radiating from his body. And Clary, who is in a grossly giant amount of pain also, is like moving really slowly. And she's able to move Jace onto his back. And Clary lays her hand against his chest wound and relives the feeling of driving the sword into his chest and having it scrape against his ribs. Jesus. That is what she's thinking about, the feeling in her arm. And Mm. number one, I'm thinking about when you're trying to spatchcock chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that feeling is kind of in my hand. And then I'm also fe- like, I imagined my kid falling, and it was just like, head shake. You need a giant head shake. Uh huh. Yeah. Clary is All going to be like, this is the next nine months of your life, and I'm very sorry, but I've been there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she puts Jace on her back, and then she pillows her head on him, on his chest. Mm-hmm. And she is kind of has this mantra that she's repeating to herself, which is when Simon told her. If he's more heaven than hell, like, he should live. Like, the heavenly Um. fire is just burning the evil out of him. But if Jace is, like, judged to be morally sound, then he should still be alive. And she calls to him in a sea of, like, retreating evil shadow hunters dropping their seraph's blades. You hear, like, the burnt weapons and all that stuff falling, and she's calling to Jace at the same time. And Jace doesn't move and she pleads at him to look at her. And this is written very dramatic. It's like the script (laughs) to a movie. And I am not doing such a great job at reliving it, but like I was living it in the chapter in the moment. Like when I was listening to it and reading it, it was very intense. I'm not doing a very good job relating the Mm -hmm. information. So I'm very sorry. You're doing beautifully. And then Clary, like that, anyway. Clary closes her eyes, and when she opens them, fucking Jocelyn is beside her. And she's like, let him go. Let him go. He's dead. This bitch. Ah, dude, this bitch. And Clary can see Alec kneeling by Magnus off, like, in the distance. And Clary tells her mom, like, hey, the sword could, like, burn away the evil, but like it could still keep him alive, like she tells her the lore of the sword, right? Mm-hmm. And I am not sure where to bring up or ask this question, but I'm going to do it now since Clary just brought up Alec. How did he not feel Jace get stabby stabbed with what is surely a mortal wound? 100%. Is the Parabatai bond like really not there because of the blood bond with Sebastian? So at the time of the wound, he wasn't able to feel it because like the bond was already strained. Or is he too distracted by Magnus being injured to care about slash pay attention to Jace being hurt? What
0: is the deal? I think it's a couple of things. Maybe it's all of it. Alec knew what the plan was. The plan was to get to Sebastian or Jace and stab them with the sword. Mm -hmm. Because whoever, it doesn't, the, the whole goal was it would burn out the evil. They knew that Jace was still in there somewhere. They would burn out the possession. So I think... One, he's distracted by Magnus. Two, yes, I think it's already dulled because it's been dulled since he was under the possession. Right? Because Alec even acknowledged that it felt different. Um, so mm-hmm. I think he did feel him get stabbed, but I think he knew it was part of what was supposed to happen. And he's more focused okay. on Magnus.
1: So I think it's a combination well, of those things. I don't know if they had discussed stabbing Jace instead of Sebastian. No, but, maybe, but regardless, Jace would feel yeah, it, right? Right, but maybe he's like, oh, Jace feels the wound to Sebastian, so that's probably just Sebastian getting stabbed. Yeah,
2: I feel like he would at least look up, though. I don't know. Like, I'd be like, oh, shit, they must have found him. But
1: Especially if Magnus is that. fine and making jokes. Maybe he can't because he's giving his energy over to Magnus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's Ooh, preoccupied. Yeah. There you go.
2: All options.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This is one of those questions I'd like to ask. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how is it not working at this moment. Anyway, Jocelyn is being toxic as per usual. Mm-hmm. Nobody here's fucking surprised, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Clary, you're wrong. Like, he—he's he, not there. You're wrong. He's dead. You're dumb." She didn't say you're dumb. That's me.
0: You're dumb, bitch.
1: Yeah. You didn't she, realize she doesn't your best friend that.
0: was in love with you for twelve years.
1: Yes. I just, like, she's being way too blunt. Yeah. And I understand Clary and Jace's relationship is a little bit like The Little Mermaid. She's like, but I love him. I'm 16, daddy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we've been dating for, like, almost three months. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's probably been more than three months. But, like, I, I do understand maybe that Jocelyn's kind of like scoff like you don't know what love is sort of thing Mm -hmm. regardless seeing your child in that much pain emotionally like you think you'd have some tact like this is ridiculous yep agreed 100 Uh percent and Clary is rightfully ignoring her and she's using all of her inner will to manifest Jace waking and looking at her And it's kind of like all the promises you make when you clog a toilet in a public or even worse, a new friend's house. And you're Mm -hmm. bartering with Fortuna to smile upon you and bless you with a clean flush. Like, I will never swear again if you just let this fucking turd go down to the sewer. Do not do this to me.
2: Oh, my God. Amazing.
1: Yes. And suddenly there's Simon by her side. And Clary's almost feral at this point. Like, she's almost like, what's his name? Gollum. (laughs) She's getting there. And she's glaring at everyone. Like, Izzy starts to arrive, and she's, like, holding over her prey, you know? And she tells the crowd, she's like, well, one of you guys should go after Sebastian. And then she's, like, in her head, she's like, and leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) Which, she doesn't say fuck, but you get the point. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yep, Jocelyn's like someone is looking for him, and then she keeps begging her to let him go. And as always, there to save the day, Ride or Die Isabel tells Jace to let like leave her be. Mm-hmm. Which thank fucking God. You and uh Cleary hears everything at a distance. And um she tells, like she starts to panic because all of these people are like basically staring at her expectantly like Sebastian's on the run okay he's 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 been defeated okay he's he's fleeing mm-hmm. actively fleeing there's no more evil shadow hunters around let her grieve for more than like two fucking minutes yeah. even if yes. he is dead why are you trying to peel yep. him off of his body yeah. like leave her alone anyway sorry this is irritating to me and she starts panic, and she's, like, yelling. She's, like, Jace, goddammit. Like, you are not dead. Like, wake up. And Simon tells her, he's, like, you know, it was just a chance. You know, Claire, it was just a chance. And that's what he says to her. And Clary knows that this is Simon's way of telling her, like, to come away from Jace. Notice how he's kind of doing it with some compassion for her feelings, like... I still think it's too soon for either one of anybody to be like. Just give her some time. Bugging her to fucking leave Jace alone. It's Mm -hmm. literally like no time at all. But if you're going to ask her to back away, like do it the way Simon did. Or be like Izzy and just tell everybody else to fuck off. Okay. Those are your two options. Mm -hmm. Love it. Pick Izzy option, please. And so, but like, of course, she's ignoring everybody. So she stays put and she keeps saying his name. And then she feels a tiny bit of movement from him. And she leans over to check for more clothes. She's like, oh, my God. Are his eyelashes fluttering? What is happening? But she puts her hand over his chest wound. And she can feel the beat of his heart restarting. She's kickstart my heart. Oh, (laughs) snap. Yes. Uh, And then that's it. All right.
2: Tell me you guys weren't singing. Shot through the heart. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. (sighs) I think we need to have a chat now at the end of this. Everyone, well, Robin can tell people what to read, but.
1: Do we want to do?
2: Next week is going to be really long, guys. So we might split it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just wait just wait see how much procrastination we put out just wait and see into the world
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh. i'm trying to think because if we do what we normally do it'll be like a three-hour episode yeah we're normally this chatty unless we can um what's the word i'm looking for
2: consolidate Consolidate. A bridge.
1: thank mm-hmm.
2: you oh
0: yeah yeah we will probably split this into because there is some mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that's happening um,
1: there's a yeah. lot of stuff to discuss yes yeah that's what I was thinking but we will
2: let you guys know mm-hmm. so yeah yeah Robin will tell you read the epilogue anyway the because it's thing. not that yeah. big you're not going to be able to stop.
1: Be prepared. Yeah, you're not putting that down. And then, you know, we'll just go fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry for
2: that awkwardness, guys. But uh, for behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time.
1: Um, bye. Bye. Bye.